Show. The science of. It's the science of cooperation this evening. It's uh, it feels a bit weird, doesn't it? But cooperation is about public-private partnerships. It's about achieving things that you might not be able to achieve by yourself, and it's about people often who are doing good who go, hold on a second, but I need help to do good. And one of those people, uh, she's been a guest on the show before as a shapeshifter, is Louise van Rijn, chief executive and founder of Symphonia Partners for Possibility, not-for-profit social enterprise. And it, what it does is it focuses on improving education. And the way in which it does that is by empowering the heads of schools. And the way in which it does that, Louise van Rijn, is getting the heads of companies, the chief executives, the chair people, the chairman, the the chair of companies to partner and to go and spend some time at the school and for the headmaster or the headmistress of the school to come and spend some time at the company. Yeah, because more than 80% of the, the teachers in South Africa have not been to a workplace other than a school. Those are the teachers that are preparing the children, our children, for our workplaces, but they don't, they don't, they don't have any real understanding of industry. So I've just been to WISE, which is the World Innovation Summit of Education. Where does that happen? That happened in Doha, and it happens every year. And this year there were lots of suits from other countries, but not from South Africa. So I've now, I'm starting to build my coalition. Uh, Jonathan Janssen's <laughs> already said he's going with me, and Adam Craker from IQ Business is going with me. We're going to go big time next year. But anyway, at this conference, the, the absolute agreement is our education system will not be fixed by people who are currently in education. Now, you talk about our education system. You mean education the world, systems in the, around the, the world. Around the world will not be fixed. by. So we had Ricardo Semler there, and he was saying Who's that… Who's Ricardo Semler? So Ricardo Semler from um, this Brazil, very well-known entrepreneur who's completely changed the way that he runs the business and is having this. He, he runs the biggest education business in Brazil, does he not? It's yeah. Actually, it's, a, it's a big company. But yeah, I don't think it's an education business, but he has five children and he just couldn't let them go to normal education system. So he started a school and his five <laughs> kids are now going through the school, which is completely changing education. But the point is, from everybody there was, we business have abdicated responsibility for the whole education system. And we all sit back and we say, well, it's not working. Shame. But it's our future that's at stake. And there's a, there's a beautiful report that shows the direct link between education outcomes and growth. Now, we all care about economic growth. We will not see improved economic growth if we don't sort out our education system. So we cannot, we cannot conf, um, uh, afford to continue to sit back and say, shame, it's not working. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and, and, and business, business is ultimately the recipient of people who are not educated into uh, being in a position where they can fulfill the needs of, uh, of business into the future. Well, that's one part. The other part is we are paying the cost for the youth unemployment, for the n- large number of people who are going on social grants because they didn't get good education. So, you know, the, the, all of our futures are ultimately in linked to what happens in our education system. And we also are a country in the world with one of the highest percentages of GDP spent as part of our tax revenue that goes to education. It's more than 20% of the total budget goes to education. So we keep throwing money. We keep pouring money. And it's like... I don't know, trying to empty the fire pool at Nkantla. It's a long and pointless exercise. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it, feel, it feels so desperate. And so we've got a bigger problem. So we throw more money at the problem. But the point is, Bruce, we will in business never do this. And this is where the, edu- where the co- cooperation between business and education is yeah. so powerful. And this is what came out of WISE. 
we are going to reduce or deal with some of these issues when we tap into the knowledge and skills of business. So let's take any of the large corporates in South Africa. They have figured out how to deal with underperforming branches. So if I go to NetBank or any of them, they, they would say, we know exactly if we, there's an underperforming branch, we go and work with the, with the leader first and then we have a, mod, a recipe and we address all these things and then a year later we have a performing branch. And if the branch manager is the problem, then you remove the branch manager, replace the branch manager with somebody who has got experience elsewhere. Absolutely. But so, somehow in education we've said this is such a, you know, Holy a, cow. a, a black, black box that we can't do anything about it and we're going to forever say it's not working and we're going to, you know, we're going to accept the, the nonsense that it will take us 100 years to fix. It doesn't, it, we can fix education in, in South Africa in 10 years, but not if everybody continues to be in their own silos. We will fix it by working together. Okay. So the working together, you've been chipping away at this for five years? Four and a half years. Five now. years. Call it five years. Let's round it up. Um, and the last time I spoke to you, you had a couple of hundred chief executives. It's 373 of these partnerships now. Okay. So this is with individual chief executives, executives in business, and I'm assuming non-executives in business as well, people with the, the requisite business skills. Yeah. So some of them are, you know, the, the CEOs. So Achim Klenet from Hanover is on the program. Some of them are very powerful people like, you know, I'll um, – Bernard Swanepoel, who's not currently a CEO, but he's a retired chief exec, or Neville Nightingale, or Ed Grondel. Then we've got people who are kind of senior execs in their organizations, and we've got some middle managers. So it's really people who have knowledge and skills about management and leadership. Because in education, we've been making everything's about the curriculum, but actually the reason why 5,000 schools are working and 20,000 are not is because the 5,000 are functioning organizations. I'm not talking about functioning businesses. They are functioning organizations. 20,000 are not. And we know how to f get functioning organizations because we do it in business all the time. So what is the role then of the 373 business people? How do you utilize the time they donate? And this is a donation. Yeah, so they donate 150 hours in the first year of their partnership. That's a lot of it's time. It's a lot of time, but you know, we have, we've divided, we've devised this as a leadership development program for these business leaders because they know that if they have, go to the MBA school or you know business school and they come out with the their MBA, MBA school. No, well, that was know. very, that was very, that was very business school. So we've got, we've all done our MBAs, and so you come back with your MBA into large corporate A, and the reality is that large corporate is working by and large. So you can only use 5% of what you really learned in your business school and MBA year, two years. Um, so we're saying to them, well, use all of that knowledge into virgin territory. Go into a school, go and develop, you know, the vision, the community engagement, the stakeholder engagement. Make sure the school management team works. Make sure the IT systems work, the HR, all this general management stuff that you've learned about in your executive leadership development program that you can only use 5% in your large corporate, but you can use 100% when you go into Alex. So I so said, they're going to Alex. Today, one of the, the business leaders said, you know, I've been working in this school in Alex, and I think Michael Porter doesn't have a clue about stuff because I'm trying all this five forces stuff in the school in Alex, and it's not working. <laughs> I'm going, exactly, because it doesn't work the same. Alex is a is a volatile, uncertain, complex environment, and and Porter's five forces won't cut it. You have to be on your feet, agile, 
interested in in moment to moment what goes on. Know that they they say to me, the business leaders. I didn't realize that there's so many stakeholders that these principals have to deal with. Exactly. Because when you're the marketing manager in large corporate, you only have so many stakeholders and that, you know, the rules are clear. When you go into Alex into the school, into an under-resourced schools, it's flippant difficult. It is difficult. And we, and we expect a lot of the people in those situations, the, the heads of those schools and the vast majority, I'm sure, of people who have come up through the ranks who have the very best intentions. But they are held ransom by a lack of resources, by trades unions, by uh, in, in dysfunctional environments in which they work because the kids struggle to get to school or the kids come from broken homes or the, the level of desperation in many of these communities is severe. Bruce, if you're a business leader in, in you know, let's say NetBank, NetBank's made a huge commitment to management and leadership skills. If you reach any of the kind of senior levels, you would get on average 10 days of world-class management and leadership training, competency building, capacity building if you're a senior leader in NetBank. If you're a senior leader running a school with 1,600 – today we were spending time with the principal of, of Durban Deep. She has one th- – she has – 890 children she has not had water or electricity at that school for two years today's a heat wave there's no water or electricity and the and the water tank arrived late today because they now get water through some tanks that are being delivered to the school that principal has never had any leadership or management training and yet she's expected to deal with some very complex issues with with you know nobody's ever given her a finance for non-financial managers thing but Mm. she has to um cope she has to cope um john and craigle park has got a question uh, for you this evening louise van rain is my guest john and craigle park uh you want to talk to louise van rain yeah louise um the question comes into my mind in the way that you're speaking in terms of applying um, these on your feet, the uh, business principles, possibly even what uh, Ken Santa would refer to as the foxes rather than the badgers kind of an approach. Is that not entirely stymied when the people that might have to be moved or re-educated or, God forbid, actually get fired for incompetence are in fact the ANC's party faithful? These are the deployed cadres and that that is an almost insurmountable barrier. Thank you, John and Craig Park. I think it's a widely held perception. What's your experience of it? So that's absolutely not my experience. My experience is that the majority of principals in South Africa are committed, passionate, really want to make a difference, but they were a teacher who got promoted to be running a large organization without any knowledge, skills, preparation, and the department doesn't have the resources to support them in this critical role. So... You know, if you look at the difference between – so we have 5,000 schools that work very well in South Africa. Let's take King Edwards, CARES, as an example. CARES has a very large group of active parents involved in that school. There's an HR person, a finance person, legal person, every kind of, you know, skill that you can imagine. Now you go to Zanspreit and there's a principal. And that principal doesn't even – you know, on the school governing body for the, for the principal in Zanspreit, there's a – Unemployed mother and a security guard and a cleaner. And when, when they come to the school, they demand to have a stipend. When the, when the other active citizens arrived at CARES, they bring their knowledge and skills and they bring some money and they bring resources and they bring. So, so our experience is that principals want to be successful, most of them. They really want to make this work. 
but we have failed them. It's a human rights issue that principals are employed into roles that they genuinely don't have the knowledge and skills for and there's no way for them to get it other than leave the system and come back. And it's not fair on our children. Louise van Rijn looking to be fair to children and using business skills in order to do it and harnessing 373 so far, executives. Has this guest ever been in a classroom? Teachers do as the curriculum states. Let teachers actually have a say when they see a difference. Most of the Department of Education haven't been in a classroom. Don't diss teachers. This comes from a hardworking teacher. Fine, I suppose, but that's not a yeah. universal experience. So, so our principal, our business leaders go into schools to work with the leadership of the school so that ultimately those leaders can be can create an environment for great teaching to happen and for the teachers to do well. Because we, agree, I agree, teachers are fabulous, but they're not being well-led or well-managed because the people who are supposed to lead and manage them Don't haven't have f- been given the skills. And, and not, not through any fault of their own. Yeah. They went through a teacher's diploma like everybody else and then just worked their way into the top job. But, and, but Bruce, yeah. I tell you, every one of these business leaders will say to you, I will never be able to do this job. And these are people with lots of experience and MBAs and whatever. They say, no way. I it's won't be able work. to do this job. This <laughs> is hard work. It's proper work. I guess this evening, Dr. Louise von Rain, Chief Executive and Founder of Symphonia Partners for Possibility. Quick calls from you this evening. Mandla in Santon, your comment? Hi, Bruce. Yes, Mandla, quick comment, please. Yes, I think we are, we are all missing the point. The point for me is that I've had experience in neighboring countries. They have far less resources than we have. Teachers go to school and teach. They produce far better results than we do. To me, that's the basic that we should be starting at. All this about thing about teaching people management and all of you. You go to your top private schools. Those principals are teachers who get promoted like any of like the public schools. M- mother, they th- get to be thank in those you. positions. Okay, Mother, thank you very much. Just get teachers to do the job of teaching and it'll, the problem will solve itself. No, it's never... It, so all those private, top private schools, those teachers are being supported or the, the principals are being supported and, and the schools that are under-resourced are not being supported. So what we've done is we've looked at the, the difference between the schools that do well and the schools that don't. And there's one thing that's present in every school that does well, which is a principal who's who's ready to do that task and the community are engaged. And those two things are absent from the schools and are not working well. So we need to stop kind of having ideas about it. We actually need to use the data. The da- the, and the data points uh, to a management problem, Mandla. Uh, Colin in Brackenfell, quick point from you, sir. Hi, Bruce. Uh, Martin, I just wanted to add to latch on, you know, we've got so many principals in South Africa who's forced to retire at the age of 65. And, and you know, I mean, I'm saying, you know, use those 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 principles to plug excuse within within communities within your poorer schools to 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 upskill them thank you colin in brackenfell uh nikki in parkhurst with a question uh for louise van rain this evening hi louise nice to speak with you again you know me um and thank uh, thank you for all the great work um Louise, just a question uh, outside of the program itself in terms of leaders, business leaders co-opting retirees into the program and whether that's something that's happening, that, that there's a ripple effect, a snowball effect of getting people with knowledge, skills, resources and potential latent funding. Thank you. Sorry, Nikki and Parkers, to cut you. Your line was worse than the line we had to Dakar and Senegal this evening. Um, very quickly, <laughs> but, but not only point. ex-teachers, but also retired business you know, people. Not just retired people. 
um, accountants and HR people and ladies who lunch and uh, someone sent me a note yesterday, the Frauer Landbau Uni, they want to get involved. Great. That's what we want. It's getting because momentum. It's getting we, momentum. we need to have more people who can contribute. So, uh, Solomon Mawela is the principal at Gordon Primary. You've been part of this, Solomon. You've been part of the program. Yes. Tell me how it's worked for you. Uh, first of all, good evening and, and uh, thank you for the opportunity to also talk to, to you guys. And thanks to Luis. Uh, how are you, Luis? Uh, so, Solomon, uh, at the risk of being rude, you'd smack me if I was one of your pupils, but we are <laughs> running out of time. Tell me how the program's worked for you. It has worked wonderful. We, when we joined uh, PSP for ISA, it was, it, it was a tough time for, one, for us as principals around the area. Uh, we, we didn't have the skills that which we were supposed to be having uh, on, on management, on, on how best can we consult with the, with the parents, how best can we consult with the educators, uh, how best can we, we, we develop workshops of, of, of labor-related issues, how best management of finances can, can be easily done in, in, in a correct way. So we, we, we have been engaged with with PFP for SA attitude. We have benefited a lot with Oresti. He has been fantastic. He assisted me in all those areas that which I've just mentioned here. Okay, Sol- Solomon, I'm delighted it's working for you. Thank you. The principal at Gordon Primary, the Oresti he refers to is Oresti Patricius, the founder and chief executive of Ornico. How long have you been embroiled in the affairs of Gordon Primary, Oresti? Well, actually, Solly does most of it. I think the, the best thing about a leader is to just shut up and listen. <laughs> and really, the principals have got a lot, um, a, a lot of the ideas in their own heads, really. Um, so it's just really just giving them a bit of support, a bit of a bit of guidance whenever they they need, like uh, as Solly was saying, an accounting issue, a labour issue, or whatever the issue is, and just giving them that support. But let me tell you, most of the principals have got their own ideas in their own heads, and they can, and they're really, really passionate about it. So, so, you, so you're giving your time, and that's 150 hours in the first year or resty. But what have you got out of it? I mean, have you do you feel a benefit for participating? Uh, absolutely. I mean, when you start seeing how the the school improves year on year, um, and, and just kind of see even even small things like um, the, the maths improvement, the, math, the English improvement. It's, 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 you walk out of that you walk out of that school uh, walking on water almost. Oresti Patricius, the founder and chief executive of Ornico, involved with the Gordon Primary School of Solomon Mawela. Solly. Uh, <laughs> nobody else can call him Solly except Oresti. Um, but, but that's the point, Louis von Rain, is that if you could get another 373 Orestes, um, the impact would be significant. Massive. And we can fix our education system within a decade if we can mobilize 20,000 small groups of people around 20,000 schools. And, the, and we have to have a sense of urgency around it. One address one place that people can go to find out information www.pfp4sa.org pfp4 sa the, the number four yeah the pfp the number four sa have a look there Louise von Rain's details she'd love to hear from you